happy 4th of July, Jesus' birthday, we are doing a podcast. Welcome! What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, or Baseball's Dirty Little Secret, joined here by Lorenzo, or the pony who rumbles, the one and only rumble pony, joined also with producer Wilson, sadly. How are we doing today? I'm doing good. It's the 4th of July, but it feels like the July 14th. I'm just going to go out there and say it. It does not feel like it's 4th of July this year. One of the weirdest 4th of Julys ever, except for last 4th of July, because True. the pandemic was in full swing. No pun intended. Baseball pod. Ooh. But yeah, it was, I mean, up here in Massachusetts, it was just rainy and cold. And a couple days ago, it was 100 degrees out. So we went from summer to winter. Today was the 4th of July. Didn't feel like it, but 4th of July baseball is in full swing again. It didn't even feel like 4th of July baseball. I don't think I saw any person have a cookout today or like a party or anything. Like it wasn't even just me. Like you usually sometimes if you don't participate in a holiday, it still feels like the holiday's happening. You just feel yeah. get FOMO or something. I didn't even have FOMO today because nobody was outside. Yeah, we were definitely FOMO-less. I hate FOMO. I, if there was a vaccine for anything, it'd be, I want Tommy John and FOMO vaccine. I'd take that. Because half the time that I'm, the things I'm like worried about missing out on, I really don't want to be at. And I know if mm-hmm. I was there, I would have a bad time. But I'm just like, I'm not there. So now I'm sad. FOMO is fear of missing out for you who don't know. I feel like, is that like a, when did that term become popular? 1300s, I guess. Like, I feel like that's like an our generation saying. Like, we can be like, ah, you young kids can't yeah. say FOMO. It's our saying. Maybe a little a little older, maybe? I'll accept that. I'll accept maybe that. A older. But how was your 4th of July technically? Or how does your 4th of July usually go, not including this year? I'm normally not a huge 4th of July person. I've never let off a firework. I've, I'll do Wait, like what? maybe a cookout. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge 4th of July person. I've just never really done anything done anything for it i'm not against it but it's just never really been a staple in my life see we have our most controversial episode coming out this week but i'm we gonna do. start out by saying a controversial topic get the week a controversial week in general here on the week on this podcast fireworks overrated yeah i don't think anyone's lit off a firework and been like that was worth twenty dollars you blow or, the worst is when people watch it on tv I'm like, not only, like, I guess if you want to get excited about, like, a firework in person, I get it. Boom. Bright lights. I, I, I'm i appeased by bright lights every yeah. now and then. But, like, on TV, when people are like, ooh. I'm like, you guys are watching bright lights through a bright light. What's happening at this point? Yeah. what I mean, the appeal of fireworks is the air is exploding. And if you're watching it through TV, like, you could just watch, like, Minecraft fireworks and it'd be, like, the same effect. You could also literally go on your computer any day, anytime, and just type into YouTube <laughs> fireworks and just watch it. You don't got to wait till yeah. the 4th of July. Why limit yourself so much? You have That's endless true. access. Yeah. We will, during this episode, we were recording this the 4th of July night, so there will probably be some booms in the background. I don't know if the mics will pick them up, but we are not getting shot at. It is just the 4th of July. Yeah, my street's popping off right now, and yeah. I think the Wilson is the type of person to call the cops on somebody for using fireworks. Wilson uses fireworks, then calls the cops on himself. He does. He's like, I'm sorry, officer, and then the officer shows up, and he goes, I don't even want to arrest you. I don't want you tainting my jail. Yeah. Go away. He's like, I don't, 
I don't have handcuffs that fit you. I will say, this is the second worst possible way to spend my holiday, hanging out with Wilson. Yeah, Wilson really, I mean, I spent Thanksgiving with him. Oh, and God. It was one of the worst experiences of my entire career. Everybody's just trying to get mashed potatoes, and he's like, how about the election? He's just like, God dang it, Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> and because he was he was trying to win the election. He was. Ooh, so everybody vote. When's the next election? 2026? Well, I got that wrong. <laughs> no. We're not even going to dive into that. That was just not correct, though. Baseball happened. It is 4th of July baseball, which I normally advocate for, but it didn't really feel special. One thing I really wanted to get to is the 4th of July deer that the MLB issued they were wearing this weekend. The catchers had some fireworks on their um, chest protector. I don't know. I'm rubbing so centrally. It's like... Um, doing yeah. thing over here <laughs> it was cool but like whatever i saw people talking about it but some teams wore different ha- like the a's we watched in the red sox a series i'm wearing an a shirt actually which is kind of flex. weird um they had red hats on which i was very against see i'm against it too it looked gross it did red and i mean it was a christmas outfit they were they were just walking christmas trees yeah whoever nominated that like design shouldn't should work for santa claus not the oakland athletics yeah. he's got like some christmas undertones in his like dna yeah north pole's hiring maybe the bay area isn't for you that is With true i will love. say i'm not i wasn't a super fan a super fan a super big fan of the designs for fourth of july this year kind of underwhelming yeah seems like the theme of the designs in the MLB this year. It's true. All-star game. I just, I was hoping for some flames. Well, the MLB last two kind of struck out. We got the all-star game jerseys, which kind of smelled. And then we got these jerseys. like, Or not even like the specific jersey, but the 4th of July designs kind of smelled. So I was like, we're on a losing streak for jerseys. Are we getting a player's weekend this year? Ooh, good question. When does player's weekend usually happen? I think it's in August. Is it? I can... Use our, our Dr. Google and find out, as all yeah. professors love because to say. That is one of my favorite. Um, I, I loved Players Weekend. I thought that was so cool. Oh, it's the best. MLB Players Weekend. What are we looking for? Uh, I'm not seeing anything for 2021. Damn. I mean, it would make sense. Why would it we get back? it? MLB Player Weekend 2021. Yeah, not really getting anything. I'll go on for the MLB event list. When are we thinking? August, you said? I think. I really don't know. I think it's, I guess, August 20th. Well, they have Lou Gehrig's Day, and then it jumps straight to the postseason. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, not great. Yeah, no no players weekend this year. That's a bummer. That's sad. Hopefully they bring it back because that was, I always thought that was very fun. It's a good highlight of the season. I enjoy it too. I just like looking at the nicknames and seeing like, oh, this guy's nickname sucks, and this guy's yeah. nickname's good. Yeah, or maybe they should make Players Weekend kind of a thing for every game. Like, you get to wear any cleats you want anyways. Like, shouldn't that be a thing? That should be maybe. a thing. How would you feel if players just started wearing their nickname jerseys in, like, a random game? Oh, I mean, maybe it was Fridays you do it or something like that. It could be fun. Yeah. could get the youth into it. But you re- that puts a lot of trust on players having good nicknames because some people just don't care or just really get lazy with it or just it's have true. bad it's nicknames. True. Like, you got to have... Like, bringer of rain. You gotta bring that to the table. That's a good one. Some people would be like, if your name's like Smith, it'd be like, oh, my name's Smitty. It's like, 
Well, duh. Like, you gotta do, like, call yourself, like, Squirrel Boy or something cool. I have a proposal. And it's Jaguar. gonna go a little. Jaguar is fire, but I'm going a little bit out of left field here, so prepare yourself. All right. Players who are on a 10 game hitting streak or more are allowed to wear their nickname jersey. You have to earn oh, it. Oh, you get to earn it. It's like, you perks. gotta earn it. Yeah, you gotta I get like, like a stamp. And then you can be like, all right, this guy's hot. He can do whatever he wants. Or if a pitcher mm-hmm. and you throw a complete game shutout, the next game you can wear whatever jersey or cleats you want. I like that. You have to earn the uniform. It's incentive-based. So say Mike Trout's on a 10-game hitting streak. He's going to come up. What's his nickname again? I know it's bad. It's like Golden he Boy does or something. Kid. Kid. Yeah, he has a bad one. So he can pull out the kid jersey. Probably wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that, Mike. You, know? you have a kid, but you don't got to – Say kid on the back. Yeah, don't have to flex it. Yeah, but if you got a good nickname, you're hot, bring out the confidence. I saw so many babies today. Should I go into this? I, I have follow-up questions, but you trying to just threw that at me, and mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, I don't know. Okay, explain. Why did you see so many babies? I'm really caught off guard right now. I, at my work. That is a story how about <laughs> i don't know how to transition out of that how about our babies our children our supporters jack true that was such a good transition i did it i got us out of the mud i dug us out <laughs> all right you babies i guess weekly shout outs time we are recording this week's episodes out of order you guys have probably figured it out by now or not because you're getting this one this week but we're doing your shout outs on the Tuesday, Tuesday episode, and then this Friday, it's going to be a pre-recorded episode. We are doing our most controversial episode yet. That will be the title. It will be epic. You guys will enjoy it, so stay tuned for that one. We've never we've never plugged a podcast in the future. That's cool. A, few, a podcast that hasn't happened to the public yet? Yeah. Guys, I swear we haven't recorded it yet. Or have we? I saw a lot of babies. Our babies... Starting off with Vincent Zob, Ryan O'Connor, Levi, Leo Allen, Matthew Colas, Cal Herbert, Landon Atkins, and Blake Bratton. Thank you for supporting the show and DMing us and listening and being our best little bagel boys. Bagel boys. I got to say Blake Bratton. I love the BB there. It's a good BB. It works well. I don't. There's a word for that. Is it alliteration? Whatever it alliteration, is. Alliteration, yeah. Yeah. Either way, Blake Bratton, that's a good baseball player's name. Good name, yeah. Good, um, maybe hockey name? Ooh. He's a guy who tries to play hockey, but Lacrosse. he just never cut it. Yeah, so he goes, look, that's yeah. where my mind was headed. I was like, he tries yeah. hockey, but then he ends up at lacrosse. And he then he makes fun of hockey. Yes. Very obviously. I have a game for you to start out this episode, or to, I mean, we're... We're well into the episode, but you know how this works. We normally have a 10 solid minutes of anarchy, so. Wow, we're 12 minutes into this episode. This is going to be so wild. All right, so we do, do it over game. here. How we do it over in We Got Ice. And if you're listening right now, and if you have friends, share the share the pod to the friend. If you think you they, they'd like us, maybe they follow the TikTok but don't listen to the pod, let's get this community growing because the bigger, more people who listen, the more content we can give to you guys. And the quicker we can rule the world. Yeah, because that is our, our end goal. World domination. It is the end goal. Yeah. Uh, or you could also just send your te- friend a text message and say, you know, you smell. And just see how they respond. 
Yeah, just insult your dearest friends. I say do it. Insult just your mother. It. Insult your brother. Just yeah. like, I hate you. See how it goes. Send to your top three contacts, send a pretty innocent insult, and then say, sorry, baseball's dirty little secret made me do it. And send us screenshots. Yep. If, if somebody sends us a screenshot, I might have to follow you. It's going to yeah. happen. If you, yeah, if you guys do that, you'll get shouted out. Good things will if happen. Insult, if you insult your grandmother for us, then we're guaranteed. No, don't do your grandmother. <laughs> no, yeah, no, gra- if they're over 60, you're not allowed to do yeah. that. Grandmothers yeah, are pro, too sensitive. We're pro-elderly, but also, like, I kind of hate old people. I don't know. I got issues with the elderly, but we can get that another day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a little game for you today. So, Lorenzo, if you didn't... Lorenzo runs our Twitter. We got eyes BB. Um, go follow it if you haven't. There's tweets on it. <laughs> so that's cool. And you are a Jared Carabas fan, correct? Yes, I am. Yes. I am. And I think you've, fan growing up, probably taken some creative inspiration, as most of the baseball community has. Oh, for sure. So I compiled a game of who tweeted this, Lorenzo or Jared Carabas? Oh, and it's going to be good, especially because when we first started, I was much more influenced by Carabas than I am now mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, he's too cool for me. But, okay, I'm going to fail. Yeah. This may be very easy, but hopefully it's entertaining either way. We'll can, see. Can I can I peel the, the fourth wall back a little bit? When you I can tweet peel something, the fourth wall back. I think that's how it works, right? I don't know. Sure. There's a lot of – I'm peeling something. Maybe peeling. tangerine. Do tangerines yeah. get – not gonna go there Who knows? but Who really knows when i tweet something immediately out of my head i just get a thought and i'm like oh okay and then gone immediately okay well that's good that then this game will work pretty well okay i'm prepared all right first one ha 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 who tweeted that you or jared Carabas? and if that's people Carabas. don't know jared Carabas is a twitter person red Sox baseball influencer but you probably know that okay final answer it's carabas it is carabas i know because i don't ever just tweet ha 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 because because i don't watch enough of one game for people to get what that would mean true you know what i mean carabas is like Mm -hmm. oh he's tweeting about that it's about the red Sox. i tweet about so many different things that you wouldn't know also somebody's just popping fireworks off right now bro they're going it sounds like we are in a a country at war yeah, I'm scared. I'm, I'm looking at my window. It's just like, am I gonna have to hit the deck any second? Now? Yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to hit the deck. Second one, TK. Who tweeted that? That's me. That's me. That was you. I, I remember that one. That was the other night, right? That was like two days ago, three days ago. Probably TK I didn't throw to home plate. I probably didn't go as back as I should have, but the scroll. I was scrolling for so long. Oh yeah, you max. You scrolled five minutes. Yeah, you guys both tweet a lot. So We do tweet a lot. I'm a heavy tweeter. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one. Bryce Harper over the damn trees. That is Jared Carabas. Correct again. That's his one of his like uh like noteworthy sayings. It's mm-hmm. always over the damn trees or something like um like whenever Vladdy hits a home run, he has his staples, he's like the ass of baseball. So like yeah. you can't steal those. So it's true. go Carabas. By the it's way, true. Whenever I do have to critique a little bit, whenever he says over the damn trees, no MLB stadium has a tree. So I always got confused by that one. 
Yeah, it's probably more of like a high school reference because high school fields always have trees in the outfield, but no like pro level, none of them really do. Should they? Should we start like growing trees? That'd be cool. That could be kind of cool. Let's have a team in Montana and it's just the wilderness. I like that. Okay, what would That's their cool. the Montana wilderness and this outfield is just a bunch of lemon trees and you just got to hit it over. Lemon? One of my dreams in life is to grow a lemon tree. There's 100% not lemon trees in Montana. Oh, I bet it. That's all they have. What else do you do in Montana besides eat lemons? I, I have heard Montana is huge in citrus, but. So. The, the citrus community in, in uh, Montana is insane. Yeah. Passionate. That's true. All right, next one. Where do I want to go? You guys you gotta are going to show me off guard. You're probably going to get them all right because you did tweet them. But we're going to go with. Bow down before me, I am your king. That is definitely not me. That's Karabas. <laughs> I haven't. That? No, I haven't reached that level yet. I let me guess what that. I don't know if you have any idea what that is in relation to, but I'm assuming it's in relation to like the Yankees, the Red Sox beating the Yankees or something, and him predicting it. I think so. I think it was maybe him. He was retweeting his old take. I think. Oh, something one along of those, those lines. Is that like a rule of Twitter? Because I don't think I'd ever do that. Because, I for, again, I forget what I tweet. Well, so I don't know if I'd ever go find back. We're also never right. That is true. That, so. that is true. Somebody the other day, so I tweeted something. I replied to somebody's tweet. And they said, wow, your profile really does have the worst takes in baseball. And I replied to cold, I just put asterisk coldest. <laughs> I was like, come on. Read the bio. You're right. Yes. This is what we do. We're, we're here for entertainment, not facts. And it was just a picture of Bartolo Cologne, and I'm like, oh, he got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, big sexy bodied me? Come on, bro. <laughs> he got you there. All right, next one. Devers is basically a penguin at an aquarium when he's in the batter's box. That is Jared Carabas, and it was the greatest tweet of all time, okay. and it's so true. <laughs> I actually saw that one, and I almost retweeted it. It was a couple nights ago because it was like a, he was doing a little waddle in the box, and I was like, how do we not love Rafi Devers? He's very penguin-esque. He, dude, when I saw that, I was like, if somebody were to ask Rafi Devers what his spirit animal is, and if he didn't say penguin, he's lying to you. Yeah. He'd probably say, like, lion or, like, we wolf. We all say but lion. It, it's a penguin or, like, a marmoset. Ooh. Don't really know what a marmoset is. Can I be honest? I know. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a raccoon. There's no way you just said that. Why? I have that in my notes app right now. I have for another future intro to the podcast or a segment. I want to do spirit animals. I don't think I would have actually ever done it because it is admittedly a bad idea. But I 100% had you written down as a raccoon. I am such a raccoon, dude. You're a raccoon. I, I am. I'm glad we agree, dude. If there's a trash can, I'm going through it, bro. <laughs> I got to know what's in there. What am I? A squirrel. Yeah. A squirrel or so something more, cha- more chaotic. <laughs> so we're a squirrel and a raccoon, the most boring city vermin animals. In the whole animal kingdom, we're a squirrel and a raccoon. Also commonly shoot away and scare commonly off shoot very away. easily. Like if you go, we, we approach anything and we're running the other direction. You're more yeah. agile than I am, though. We live in fear. Constant state of fear. I'm glad. Yeah. 
All right, last one. I think you're probably going to go 100%, 100 per, for 100. Nelson Cruz is going to hit home runs with his walker someday. Oh, that's that's me. That was you. Yeah, okay. I had a second in my head. I was like, that's too good for me to be tweeting. I didn't, like, I didn't have that one. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was impressed with that one. You tweet a lot, so I don't see most of them. So I was like, oh, that is a funny one. That could be Tarabas-esque. So you killed that's it. That's what I saw I am. Um, I will say, yeah, Jared Kravis, heavy, heavy influence. If I didn't, I think if you asked a common person, they probably would have gone like half. They would have just been guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you guys played along if you follow the Twitter and if you also follow Jared Kravis. Very niche audience. Very niche. Jared Kravis is huge on Twitter, though, bro. He is. Yeah. It, he's not the niche part. I think we are. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So I saw somebody talking about it. They were like, nobody's growing the game of baseball more than Jared Kravis. And I had to stop and think about that for a second. Is that true? No. I thought John Boy. I think Jared Carra- I think you don't follow a baseball Twitter unless you're already a baseball fan. Is that wrong? I agree. No, I kind of I, agree I think, with you. I think he's too in like he's got Red Sox fans and Red Sox haters who follow him. I think there's other people who um just everyone can enjoy. I love Carabas. Like, it's not even a, like a dig at him at all. If you're a baseball fan, he might be the best follow. If you're already a baseball fan, just, especially with his, like, league approach, because he tweets, like, about the entire league now, not even the Red Sox. So, yeah. like, he's basically become, like, sports center for baseball fans. If you just scroll through his Twitter at the end of the night, like, everything's there. There's funny captions. So, it's yeah. a great product. But, like, growing the game, I, I'd probably have to – I'd go John Boy with that one. I just – you could also make the argument he has – two really big podcasts so that's probably that a huge true. part two um very true so i mean he's, he's definitely up there yeah oh for sure if it's he's not one he's two so i just yeah. i heard that the other day and I, I had to stop and think about it and i was like that's interesting i didn't i never thought about it like that did he tweet that it sounds like something he would it could have it, it could have <laughs> been it could have been yeah. i will say the still my favorite video of all time on the internet between any baseball creator is when him 2018 world series with him and that dodgers fan who was, like, keeping the score. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I don't think so. I feel like a lot of people will know what I'm talking about. There's, like, an epic moment of, like, game – I think it was game five. Game four against the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Explain this. I'm going to go – I may or might not be going to pee. Dude, you've – no. You sit back down. You've gone to pee four times, and I've been talking to you for an hour. I've told you. I have – we have combined the smallest bladder in the podcasting community, and you can't prove us wrong. At least we're number one at something. I'm, I, I can true. accept that. All right, we're number pee. one. We're number one at number one. Uh, oh, t-shirt idea coming. All right, tell your tell the people your truth. Okay, I'll tell them my truth. So the tweet I'm referencing is like a game four of the 2018 World Series between the Dodgers and the Red Sox, and Carabas and this like Dodgers fan were sitting in the stands. I think Dallas Braden's in the video too, and. The Red Sox were losing 4-1 to one to the Dodgers, so this guy just started controlling Carabas, going like 4-1 the entire time. And then every time the Red Sox scored a run, Carabas would like yell at the guy, and he would just keep keeping the score like 4-2, four, 4-3. Four, and then it got the 4-4, four, four, and he did it. And then the Red Sox took the lead 5-4 to four against the Dodgers, and the Carabas went to turn around to chirp him, and the guy was gone. He just ran out of the stadium and vanished, and it might be my all-time favorite video. Now that Jack's gone, I do have to say, I need a name like The Rocket because that's like an S-tier nickname. Like if you're 
Jared Carabas, and somebody refers to you as the rocket, your life is made. You're set. You can't get cooler than that. So, kind of where I'd go to on that. Uh, while Jack is gone, I would like to expose him for several, several things. Wilson revealed to me that Jack keeps a diary of every time me and him talk, and he writes some... There's a lot of stuff. He might be writing a fan fiction about me and Wilson. I have to reveal that to the public right now. So, if you're interested in that, I'll keep it a secret. Whoever was just listening, you just got a free preview of The Lorenzo Show, now premiering on Macy's.com. Macy's.com is sponsoring me, dude. We gotta talk, we gotta figure, we gotta, like, attach a bottle to your leg so you can just pee while you podcast. A catheter? Is that what it's called? That's not in my dictionary. (laughs) That's not in my dictionary at all, but... (laughs) How about we talk a little bit of All-Star Game, Jack? Let's get, because the All-Star Game officially announced its ballots, or its starting rosters, whatever you call it. Yeah, the, the pitching and reserves were announced. So we have our official lineup, pitching and reserves, and we don't got to go through the whole thing, but there are some notes that I want to get to, Jack. So what stands yeah. out to you after we have our full rosters? So I mainly want to talk about the pitching. I don't know if that's what you're going to get to as that's well. That's where I was going to. But the pitching, my first note was the least superstar studded pitching in a while for All-Stars. And that's also because the tides are kind of turning. We're not seeing the Kershaw, Verlander, Scherzer sale, which has been the staple for the past like 10 years. So that's weird to see none of them in the All-Star game. Sale's been hurt, but um, also kind of, I mean, obviously Bauer's in some stuff right now, but not seeing Bauer, not seeing like any Dodger pitchers, not seeing any, like, there's interesting low-profile names that also aren't low-profile, like, people need to respect them more, but especially in the AL, I just, we can go through them quick, we got Bieber and Garrett Cole, which are, like, yep, probably two best pitchers in the AL, and then it just goes crazy, I mean, Eovaldi, Kyle Gibson, Yusei Kikuchi, Lance Lynn, and Carlos Rodon, I mean, that's crazy. I'm going to come out and say, Avaldi, Gibson, uh, Kikuchi, Lynn, and Rodon, if that's your starting five rotation, how are you feeling? Okay. Good, not great. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy to say about, like, five all-star starters. So, like, if you said, oh, you could have an all-star rotation, a, a rotation of five all-star starters— I feel like that's like a guaranteed I'm gassed up about that. Yeah. I mean They've all been good this year. But But yeah, they've all been great. But just like purely name wise, because I think a lot of baseball fans, you'll tune into the all star game and be like, Oh, who was good? Like people use that as a measure of who was good this year. And I mean if if Totucci gets in the game, people are gonna be like, What is happening? Yeah, if a vault, if Carlos Rodon is pitching the eighth inning, you're gonna be like, "What is? What am I watching right now?" Yeah, the um like, the relief pitchers for the AL probably more a little a little more predictable. Matt Barnes, Chapman, who's not been good lately, but good no. for the beginning. <laughs> Liam Hendricks, Ryan Presley, and Gregory Soto. Pretty. That's a pretty good reliever core, I think. Chapman has a hundred ERA in the past week. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's Just to make blown, some notes. what, three saves in a row? Don't go look at his numbers since June 3rd. I'm just, I'm not implying anything. 
but I'm just suggesting at a general, if you're a fan and you're interested in statistics, you'll take a gander in the old baseball reference box. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel bad for Chapman, though, because he sweats so much. And if you he don't does. have anything to hold that sweat back, dude, you're a mess out there. Yeah, he's like when you have an, if you put a bunch of oil on an egg and then squeezed it with your hands, it's kind of like what How he does. How often have you done that? Tonight. All right. How about we move to the NL starters? <laughs> because I think if we compare the AL and the NL starters, dude, it's kind of drastic to me. Or maybe it's because I don't know if the casual fan would know as many of these people are shoving this year. But for me, like this is insane. Corbin Burns, you yeah. Darvish. Jacob DeGrom, Kevin Gossman, Herman Marquez, Herman Marquez, Trevor Rogers, Zach Wheeler, and Brandon Woodruff. This is basically Lorenzo's dream team. Yeah, kind of proves that the NL has, at least for me, way more exciting pitchers. Like, even the bottom of this, Zach Wheeler, Brandon Woodruff, compare that to Tertucci and Rodone. I mean, it's, like, Woodruff is Cy Young contention. No pitchers, you know no pitchers get me more excited than talking about Zach Wheeler and Brandon Woodruff. That's basically yeah. my ideal Saturday night. So seeing them in the All-Star game, perfect. And Herman Marquez, like, past week, probably earned him, or past two starts, earned him his way into the All-Star game. And now you look at his numbers, he's having a good year. Kevin Gossman, killing it. You Darvish, Colvin Burns, it's great, dude. I think this rotation, if we were to compare... AONL rosters right now and make our prediction. I think the NL is shut in the AOL. The NL has crazy. NL definitely has crazy pitching. And they're and the relievers. Hayter, yeah, Kimbrell, Melanson, Alex Reyes. I mean, that's the three I mean, three really good closers. So. I, love, I do enjoy how every team needs a starter. So you get the, uh, the nice shoehorn of Alex Reyes, Reyes in the relievers role. Yeah, it's kind of same like, with um, maybe like a Trevor Wa- Rogers, Herman Marquez. You gotta get in there, so it's like, all right, yeah. where do we go? By the way, I still think that's a dumb rule. Yeah, it doesn't make sense if if people aren't people don't know what we're referencing. Every team needs to be represented in the All Star game at through a reserve bullpen or at least one one player, which I didn't know it was a thing. You told me about it, I think, on the air couple weeks ago or something yeah I did. Um, weird very weird rule i didn't i did not know that was a thing you know how lonely eduardo escobar must be flying out to flying out oh i got an idea what if escobar would get traded tomorrow would arizona need a new representative i don't know i don't think so if, if But if Eduardo Espar goes to the game as, like, let's say, a St. Louis Cardinal, and then there's I no bet Arizona he would, Diamondbacks. He would play in the All-Star game wearing a Diamondbacks uniform. That would be cool controversy. If I'm the Diamondbacks, I'd just trade do up. that for fun. Yeah. Just trade it we right now. We got to just see. Just see what happens. MLB yeah. balls in your court. We don't want to be known. Let's see what you do. It's true. That would be kind of cool, actually. So... Um, there's also some news about Jacob DeGrom. We, I just got an alert right before the podcast saying he's pitching two days before the All-Star game, so he might, he has a start, so he might choose to not pitch in the All-Star game. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> and that's crazy because you would think he's the automatic starter, and they normally go like two innings, um, and that's 
the longest appearance sometimes they'll even draw more if they're going crazy and like people want to see to face the best players like that's kind of necessary so if you do take to out of that the nl versus al pitching wise is going to be the most interesting i've seen in a long time there's going to be people like people are going to pitch who a pretty big baseball fan still doesn't really know about it is kind of crazy can i also just give you some fun stats i came up with like right now while you were talking um yes the same amount of Pittsburgh Pirates made the All-Star game as Atlanta Braves. Who did the Braves get in? Oh, Acuna. And Albies. And you could oh, argue Albies probably, I don't know, maybe if he did deserve it or not. But the same amount. If you asked me before the season, who would have more All-Stars? The Pirates or the Braves? Is it even close? Yeah. Very weird, weird All-Star game. I don't... Is this just, like extra weird because there wasn't one last year it's it is really weird for me because the last place texas rangers have more all-stars than the atlanta braves and the philadelphia phillies they have the same amount of all-stars as the uh milwaukee brewers and you're like wait what but then you're like look at them and like the players who made it like garcia gallo and gibson they all deserve it but then you're like this yeah. team sucks very weird it was also moved to colorado last minute and we're like the home I'm run actually derby, kind of excited about that. It's yeah, just for the home run derby, it's going to be cool. But it's a weird. People haven't cared about Rocky Stadium in a while. Was it Coors Field? People haven't cared about Coors in a minute. So it's it'll be interesting to see people care about it again. Um, I want to get into the home run derby a little bit after this because I haven't really talked about that. But any last thoughts on the All Star game? I, we won't make our final prediction. We'll do that in another episode right before. We'll also probably be streaming the All Star game. Well, I did have an some... ad read. Oh, we have an ad read? Yeah, we do have an ad read. This uh, episode of the We Got Ice podcast is brought to you by the Home Run Derby live stream. Oh, wait, from True. We Got Ice, which will be occurring on TikTok and probably Instagram. I'll figure a way to double stream it. Uh, at We Got Ice Baseball on either, me and Jack are going to be live for the entire Home Run Derby. So if you guys want to come out, come on, hang out, watch us react to people hit home runs, we're going to be doing it. So how long True. is the Home Run Derby usually? Like two hours, three hours? Yeah, probably like two hours, and then I would assume a little bit of overtime. A little bit of overtime. So come hang out with us for two hours. Bring your mom. Bring some snacks. It's going to be a good time. We'll be. Thank you, Home Run Derby. We got Ice Livestream for sponsoring this today's episode. Yeah, I was in talks with their manager, and I was like, can we make this happen? And they were very stingy about the price. So it took yeah. a while to get them to sponsor us. Yeah, but it happened. Um, did you give me your fun facts? I gave, yeah, I gave you my fun facts. Okay. Oh, also my last fun fact, the Red Sox have the most all-stars. Five all-stars. True. Yeah, Red Sox are good. We haven't talked about the Red Sox yet, which is a record, I think. We are almost 40 minutes in, but they are, have been even better since we last talked, or actually, we talked about them in next episode, so that's weird. That is weird. We broke the timeline. I will also say, though, my least favorite trait about... Red Sox fan recently has been them being upset that we haven't traded for anybody. It's like, guys, mm -hmm. we're in first place. Can't we just be happy? Yeah. So that's my one. Especially, especially when, like, I would normally be that guy, but we, our players are all playing well. So nothing to complain it's about. It's a great time. We just, it's, we just had a good series in Oakland. Like, I'm having a good time. So why are we sad? It's fun. It's definitely fun. Oh, Ooh, okay. Good. But uh, speaking of the Red Sox, we're going to get to see them face Shohei Otani live and in person True. this week so 
that in itself is much watch baseball. Yeah, Otani in general has. I don't think on this podcast we've talked enough about him. I don't we, think we have either. It's it's just implied that I think we talk about it in our free time, but on air I don't think we've given him enough love. He has been insane. He now has thirty one home runs, even thirty home runs to before the All Star break is insane. No one's done that in the Angels or maybe in the lead. Have people done that in the lead? A few people. Not. Um, he's the only one at thirty, I think. Yeah. Mike Trout plays for the Angels, and he's never done that. And Shohei Otani went out and hit 30 home runs before the All-Star break. That's a good amount to have at the end of the season. He did that in half the season. He hit another one tonight, so he's at 31. That is insane. Oh, and he also pitches. Want to hear an absolutely ridiculous number? Shohei Otani. Yes. That's crazy. Exactly. Shohei Otani... If he keeps his pace, we'll finish with 60 home runs. For the first time, a player has hit 60 home runs, I think, since the steroid era. Yeah. Dude. I I mean, I always hate projections like that because it's not going to happen, which sucks because I want it to happen. But, like, just thinking that players, you can win an MVP with 31 home runs and he already has it at the All-Star break is crazy to think about. Is there... If Otani got hurt today, is he still the MVP? I mean, you could probably make an argument. I think so, too. Dude, Vladdy is having a career year, and he's four home runs behind Shohei Otani, who has a 1.070 OPS and pitches every five days. It's not It's not human. It It's Otani's MVP to lose, right? Because he's had some bad starts, but just the fact that he goes out there and sometimes... He pitches well often, but he just puts out quality starts occasionally while also being an MVP-like hitter. How, like, it's his award to lose. Mm. I just had an idea. When Shohei Otani comes up for a big contract, do you have to pay him, like, an ace and a slugger together? So $60 million a year? Maybe. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, you come to the contract, Shohei does a quick spin in his chair. He's talking to you as the pitcher, and he spins around. He's talking to you as the hitter, and he's like, now you got to pay me for both, bro. The Shohei stuff is so interesting because I think a lot of people, including myself, wanted him to pitch instead of hit when he was kind of struggling. I was like, let's just let him pitch. I think I want to see that. Um, Mainly because I think we've really seen more Japanese aces than Japanese power hitters, so I think people didn't expect this. But now seeing him hit? And he's struggled more pitching-wise. I feel like, because he can't do both forever, you'd assume. Like, he's just going to get worn down so quick. So, Or maybe he could because he's just a, a monster. But now it's probably leaning. He, oh, he, is he just, like, thick Otani in 10 years? Is going to be matching 60 home runs a year? Like, is that what we're getting? It's crazy to me that if Mike Trout was healthy, the Angels are four and a half games out of a wild card tease. We're going to get to the playoffs. If they just invested in this team, they should win multiple World Series with these two guys. Their next couple years could be very good. But it won't be because they're the Angels. But if you think about it, they had Albert Pujols, one of the greatest players of all time. Mike Trout, one of the greatest players of all time. And now Shohei Otani, the single most talented baseball player to ever step foot in the MLB. And And Anthony Rendon. And Anthony Rendon! One of the best third basemen in baseball. What are you guys doing over there? Yeah, well, I think we just named four 
really good players, and none of them are pitch the ball only. So they need some it's pitchers true. that don't also hit, and that just they just pitch well. They need some of those. So hopefully they can get that going because I want to see the Angels be good. I'm not sure if it will ever happen, but I mean Otani and Trout in the playoffs would make me happy. What if we got an Angels Dodgers World Series? Kind of beautiful, right? Not this year. Not this year. I don't year. want it this year. I don't want it this year, but like say next In year, a couple we get years. An Angels Dodgers World Series. Trout versus Betts and the on the biggest stage. Otani versus Clayton Kershaw. Like the greatest pitcher of our generation versus Otani, dude. That'd be so sick. The battle for Los Angeles. I'm so into that. I need it. I think when the Angels win a World Series, they become the LA team. Whoever wins the next World Series should take the LA team. Because I'm kind of over the LA Angels of Anaheim. If the Angels win a World Series before the Dodgers win their next one, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers of Anaheim. I just got a really good idea, too, to even piggyback off that. You just cut the LA out of your name. Right now, we don't call them the LA Angels, we call them the Angels. The Dodgers, their official team name is the Dodgers. There can only be one LA. Whoever won the most recent World Series gets the LA title. So the okay. LA Angels. So you're just going to get the Angels. The Angels. That's it. Currently, they're just the Angels until they win, and then they're the LA Angels, and the Do- LA Dodgers become the Dodgers. Or maybe you have to take a pause, like the announcers would go, the Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Angels. And you just know how to say it. You just omit it. It's like forbidden. Yes. I think that should be a rule on this podcast. Ooh, should we make the 10 We Got Ice Commandments? We should make the We Got Ice Commandments, yeah. That's a good podcast off-season episode. Yeah. Off-season? Who's hyped for the off-season? <laughs> 81 games to go! <laughs> yeah. um, we are halfway through the season. 81 games. I don't know if we're officially, but we're near the mark. We decimate. And the we have the playoff bracket laid out for us. And we're going to play a classic game of Spider-Tack or Spider-Whack, for those of you at home who don't understand. Like, we don't understand simple math. It is stick, it is buy or sell, stick or stay. Are teams going to be in this spot in the, in, at the end of the year? Or are teams going to slip up and not be in this spot? Because the playoff picture right now is wild. So let's get into it. Hit us with our playoff people, Rumble Pony. Yeah, you had, did you have a seizure there? Are you good? A little bit. All right, we're good. We're good. I just want to make sure. I just had a quick question for you. Are you excited for the MLB playoffs? I am so excited. Not fully. I'm not fully there yet because it's far away. You know, it, that's. I think it'd be crazy to be excited. But the Red Sox are good. I think the season's looking crazy. I think in sports all around, all around all sports this year, it we've seen pandemic influenced things like we got bucks sums in the finals right now chaos is happening so i think that will carry through and i do think we're gonna see two teams that we don't think will be in the world series in the world series so i am hyped up i do have to i have a question for you after we make our playoff prediction so hold on to that bucks on side but mm-hmm. the current al playoff bracket would look like this the tampa bay rays and the oakland athletics would compete in the one game wild card because the Rays are 48 and 36, and the Athletics are 49 and 37. The Astros and the White Sox would play each other in the ALDS as they are the two second and third seed in the division. And then the winner of the wild card game between the Rays and the Athletics would head down to Beantown 
to face off against the Red Sox, who have the best record in the American League. So that playoff bracket, how are we feeling about the AL right now? So let's start from the wild card. A's as the second wild card spot. Spider tack or spider whack? Spider tack. I will say this entire wild card, if you asked me before the season, I would have said this is how it would look. The Red Sox yeah. and the Rays would just be in switch positions. Yeah. And the Yankees would be here somewhere. Yeah. Even though we were not crazy high on the Yankees, which I think kind of everyone, they had their doubts. Yeah, but I would say A's spider tack. I think they stick because I don't think there's another team. I'm not huge on the A's, and we just watch them play, and I think they're a very flawed team. But I don't think there's another team in the American League that's as good as them. Yeah, they it's their wild card spot to take. I think they got the second one, or they could even get the first one locked down pretty easily. Um, I just don't think, as I'm wearing an A shirt, but I don't think they're as good as the Astros. So I think they will be a wildcard team. So I'm also going spider tack. And one thing we have to give the A's credit, they know how to win regular season games. In the playoffs, different story, but they're not a choky regular season team. No. Like they're not going to go on a, a, a 10 and 20 September. That's just not what they do. They always lock yeah. that up. So I'm confident. The next one, the Rays, 48 and 36. They are currently three and a half games up of the Mariners for the second wildcard spot. <laughs> Spider tack or spider whack on the Rays? This one's so tough because you know it's basically Red Sox or Rays. Blue Jays could maybe be making a push, but who's going to win the division? Who's going to get the wild card? And I have doubted this team before, but I'm letting my bias show through. I'm going to say this is a spider tack because the Red Sox will win the division. Suck it, haters. I think the Rays are a really good and scary wild card team. I'm going spider whack. I don't think the Rays make the playoffs. I think that we get a sneaky team. I think we get a Blue Jays big trade at the deadline, and they push the Rays. The Blue Jays are five games back at the wild card spot right now with 81 to go. I'm into it. I think that we could get a – the Rays have been struggling a lot lately. Uh, Their offense isn't producing. Glass now still hurt. There's a lot of question marks. I don't think they're going to buy at the deadline. If the Blue Jays get George Springer fully healthy and they make one or two trades, they could close that gap. I go I go, spider whack. That's wild. But first of all, who would have thought George Springer would be out for half the season? Crazy and very sad. Yeah, really one of my most, like, I was super excited to see that. And Vladdy was just like, hey, I'm here. I'm exciting. But I forgot they had, like, the biggest free agent signing. Like, it's wild. It is wild. Kind of crazy to even think about. But I'm going spider spider whack. Give me the Blue Jays over the Rays. That is, yeah, wow. I was not expecting that. So you're, the Red Sox have the division on lock, you think? I think the Red Sox got this thing. It's their division to lose. Unless something goes terribly wrong. I think the Red Sox are only going to get better. I don't think they're going to have as good a second half as they had first half. But they should theoretically only be making improvements to their roster. Chris Sale, Jaron Duran, and then whatever pieces they get at the deadline. So I don't think the Rays are going to improve their roster. I think they're going to be the same team now as they're at the end of the season, which is a good team they're like 10 games over 12 games over 500 i do think that the blue jays could pass them though it's a good point on paper the red sox will get better and 
because they have, I mean, they have a Cy Young just waiting to get back into it, something other teams don't have, so, and they've been playing really well, but obviously that can all change, but yeah, so we both have the Rays not winning the division, but in just different ways. I think the, it would take a, if the Red Sox lose the division, it'd be a Red Sox choke at this point. Yeah, which is not out of the question for a lot of people, I think. It's not, considering it's not out of the question. The not flutiness of the players, but it's uh, they have a lot of players playing really, really well. 85 games at this point, though, I think we can kind of assume that'll last. Yes, for yeah, it, it's more of just like some players will probably get hurt or not playing as well. It's just hopefully at like three out of four keep producing and then they should be okay. I agree, but. The Rays, Spider, Whacked, were both locked on the Red Sox. The White yeah. Sox, in the third seed in the AL, the NL, the Central winners, 49 and 34. Is that a Spider Tack or a Spider Whack? No, this one I'm, I don't really have. I'm not confident in this one. I'm going to say this is a Spider Tack. I think the third team sounds about right just because I think the Astros are just more dangerous than them. But regular season wins kind of pan out weird. But I'm just going to make a guess, go with my heart, and say they're the third-place team and Astros are the second-place team. Or We're Spider-Tack on them winning the division, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got their seven games off on the Indians, who were the closest team to them. It's a Spider-Tack on the division. I agree. I think they're third-place as well. They've been battling injuries all year with Luis Robert, Aloy Jimenez, and someone else just went down. Um, I know Kopech has been battling injuries this year for them. Uh, I think... Uh, who was that? Crochet? His, I thought he got hurt recently. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong on that. But they're they're dealing with some stuff lately. I think third, third place seems perfect for them. They're not yeah. the best team in the, in the AL, but they have still maybe the most talented roster. It just hasn't all come together. Could be a point for them. Like They could come out with the best record in baseball because I think we haven't seen them at their best True. yet. So if they have a late hot streak, that could be great for them. And they could be, like, real scary going to the playoffs, especially if they add some pieces. And but a soft as division. Of right, yeah. Uh, as of right now, I would say spider Tack. I think they're going to win their division easily. But And also, yeah, spider Tack and everything. I think they're going to stick third place, win the division, bada-boom, bada-bang. I agree. How about we go to the Astros? 52-33, and 33, they're currently the leaders in the AL West, second place in the American League, one game back at the Red Sox for first place. How are we feeling? Spider tack, spider whack. Spider tack. I'm very high on the Astros. I think they could have the best record in baseball. Pretty good chance. Um, or in the AL at least. So I'm going to go spider tack on the division pretty confidently. We went spider tack on... Did I go spider tack on everything? Well, aren't you going spider whack here? Do you think they're going to have a better Red so- record than the Red Sox? Yeah, so in the division I'm sticking. Record-wise, I think they will probably be the one seed in the AL. So I think that's technically a spider whack. All right, then I'm whacking. I'm whacking out. I'm spider whacking too, because I think they're going to have the best record. In, and I'm we're Red Sox fans, but I think the Astros are more talented than the Red Sox, and they've kind of owned that ass this year. So yeah, they've uh, how the Red Sox have been so good. They've beaten like most teams, and we've lost two series badly to the Astros, and like we didn't even have a chance. I think the Astros are the perfect example that no matter how good your mojo is, if you run into a team that's just more talented than you and has their stuff kinda together, you'll you'll meet you'll get you'll lose. That's kinda how it yeah. goes. 
because like the Astros, I think, have everything going for them. So I have a spider whack on them, and I have a spider whack on the Red Sox too. They're going to win the division, but they're going to move down to the second seed in the AL. Yeah, I could see. How many wins could you see the Red Sox getting? They're on pace to win 102 games right now, and the Astros are on pace to win 101. I have the Red Sox 98 wins, the Astros 100 wins, and the White Sox 94. I like that. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go like 97 for the Red Sox seems right, and I think the Astros might win like 102. I think the Astros are the only team in the AL that breaks a hundo. Um, yeah. If the Red Sox do, that'd be amazing. But And I think the wild card, it's going to take 91 games to win. I think the A's get 91, and I think the Blue Jays get like 92. I hope the Blue Jays, they got to get pitched. They're going to have to. It's, a, it's my biggest bold prediction that I'm going to make on this pod. Yeah, which they you've need, been making since the preseason, so it's you're sticking with it. I've been riding the Blue Jays. I can't hop off now. i got to say, shout-out to our boy Josh, a fan of ours, big Blue Jays fan. So Shout-out Josh. we got to ride him out. True. NL, National League. Just a quick thing on the AL wildcard race. Kind of crazy that the, the Yankees are six games back. They're 41-41. and 41. Guess what team is right above them, and guess what team is right below them? Mariners and Indians? Angels and Tigers. The Yankees are closer to the Detroit Tigers than they are the Oakland Athletics. That's crazy. I think with the AL wildcard, I think we will see the bad teams get worse as the season goes on. That's what we normally see. I don't think the Tigers and Mariners will be as close as they are. And I think probably Yankees Angels will have a better shot at like grabbing for that last spot. Yeah, I, my also a big reason for my Blue Jays prediction, they have a plus 73 run, run differential, which is better than both the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Athletics. So I think that'll even out, and they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. We have seen, though. I mean, we saw the stat yesterday on, I don't know if we were live, we were just watching the end of the Red Sox game. The Red Sox are 46-4 and four when they've scored four runs. So they're just scoring, all they have to do is score four runs, and they're basically unbeatable although they did lose that game so they're now 46 and 5 but um like that that's crazy so run differential is important but i mean if you score four runs give up three and you're 46 and four it's a way to win it's true and shout out to the mariners who would have thought that they'd be three and a half with a month with half the season to go true so how about we set up the no we got the san francisco i got ahead of myself we got the san diego padres and the la dodgers in the wild card spot they'll be battling it out in a one game wild card spot if the playoffs started today we got the mets coming in at the third spot they'd face the brewers in the nlds and then the winner of the dodgers and the padres would head down to san francisco to meet the buzzsaw of a team the giants now this is a very weird setup because the Dodgers technically have more wins than the Giants, but they've played more games than the Giants. So the Giants are still registered as the one seed. Just had to let you know before we spider tack, spider whack. So, Jack, Padres as the second wildcard team. Spider whack or spider tack? Before I give my... Before we go through our spider tack and wax, this is... this. These are the teams I want in the playoffs. There's only one team from the Central and one team from the East. Because they're all bad. We don't want them in the playoffs. Three teams from the West, I think, is good. That is the most exciting NL I've seen in a while. I'm kind of sick of this, like, oh, Reds are in it, Braves are in it, Phillies maybe are in it, um, like, Cardinals are in it. Because they, don't, they haven't had good teams. They've just, like, gotten in. 
and I'm glad to see three teams from the West would be in it, and because those are all crazy rosters that are more fun to watch, and the Brewers are awesome, so that excites me. I like that way more than the AL. A big thing for me is I want this playoff because I think this is the best possible playoffs we can get. Any other team that sneaks in, besides maybe the Braves, if they turn it on, I think these are like the best teams. So this is like the best product. I don't really feel that tired. I think the Blue Jays have like a really good roster, so that's why I was rooting for them. I agree. It's also crazy that the second wildcard spot in the NL would be the best team in the AL. 53 wins for the Dodgers and 53 wins for the Red Sox. That would be the number one record in baseball, the number one record in the American League, and they're a wildcard team right now. Yeah, which is probably a good reason to think that this the NL standings are going to shake up a bit because there's a lot of winning going on. But yeah, we'll start with the Padres. Are they going to be the second wildcard team? I don't think so. I'm, I'm going Spider Whack. I'm going Spider Tack. I think they stay. I think the Dodgers or Giants win the division, and the Padres, by default, get the second wildcard spot. Interesting. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't really have a reason, but I don't think they're going to be second wildcard. They're seven games up on the next team, so whatever... We're getting free playoff teams from the NL West. It's just... Are the Padres going to overpass the Giants? Maybe. But I think the Giants are going to keep riding it out. So I'm going to say the Dodgers, the Padres just get stuck here comfortably. And they don't really try to get out of here because they're confident yeah. they can win a one-game playoff. Really, really dangerous wildcard team. Because, like, that's a wildcard team dangerous. that could win the World Series easy. And Dodgers, Padres one-game wildcard playoff is maybe the most, 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 must Elon Musk, maybe the most must-watch game of the century. I don't want it, though, because I want a five-game series. It's horrible for baseball if the Padres and Dodgers knock each other out in one game. Worst case. Worst case scenario. I think that's when we get the we need to cancel the one-game wildcard thing, which I don't want because I like the one-game wildcard. But that's yeah. when the Twitter the Twitter warriors yeah, we, come out and about. We want, like, the funny teams. Like, if, if it was, like, a Giants and Brewers wildcard, people would be like, oh, that's fine. But if once we see the Titans matching up in the one-game wildcard, people get upset. If the Dodgers are out of the playoffs by losing one game, people are up in arms. Yeah. And that's oh, not what we need. That'd be crazy. It'd be so funny, though. It'd be, It'd be so crazy. funny. So Dodgers, are they going to get wildcard or are they going to win the division as of right now? Spider whack, they're winning the division. I'm still confident yeah. in that. I think Padres or Dodgers are winning the division I don't want to be... I'm not a Giants hater. I like this Giants team, but I don't think they're winning the division. I don't either. I think they're... The Dodgers have more wins than them right now, and they've won nine in a row. So I kind of expect the Dodgers to just usurp their dominance over the Giants eventually. The Giants are a good team. The Dodgers are just a juggernaut. So I have the Dodgers spider... Spider whack. They're taking first. Yeah. Dodgers have also been like... Have had a lot of issues going on. Um, So I think if they can get hot... There, it's just like an easy choice, and then I think there's a better chance for the Giants to just slow down, like not even play bad, but just slow down a little bit, kind of similar to the Red Sox. I agree. Next, we got the Mets. Spider Tacker, Spider Whack. They're 43 and 36. They're two games up on the Braves in the division. How are you feeling? This is honestly just a coin flip. Like any team could win this division. I'm gonna go. I'm not confident in the Mets. And I don't think they're a scary postseason team other than DeGrom. We'll go Spider Tech. 
Mets get it, I guess. I'm going spider tack, but my least confidence tack. Yeah, I, it's like no team is really proven so far that they're going to usurp the Mets' role, but it's so close, and like the Braves and Phillies have talent. It's like it could happen. Bubba gave me a bad batch of spider tack on this pick. Yeah, it's it's a little a little too dewy. It's a little, like I can't get a good grip with it. Yeah. I think that they are, but at the same time, I don't think the Mets are a good baseball team necessarily. They're a weird team. They're good at moments. They have like they're weird. They're a it's good a baseball team. team. I don't know if they're a playoff team in a, in a, any other division. They're not a playoff team. No. If they have the same amount of wins as the Cincinnati Reds, who are eight games back of the Milwaukee Brewers for first place. They should be, they're a guaranteed wildcard team. That just happens to be winning the division. Yeah. Like, if they, if this was a 1 through 8 seed, technically, them, the Reds, the Cubs are all in the mix. The Reds, if the Reds win tomorrow, they pass the Mets. And yeah. if you were to ask a Mets fan who has a better roster, is it even close? Yeah, the, the Mets have so much talent. But it always still feels like they're missing something. They all—they're all real—they're hurt all the time. Um, so true. maybe they can get once once they get healthy, they could really turn into a juggernaut. I just don't think we've seen them be dominant with their full staff. So if that happens, I think that the tides could change quick. Tides could turn quick. But I can't even argue that they're the most talented team in the division because I don't believe that's true. I think it's the Braves. So it's like yeah, Braves. Braves are also banged up more, definitely though. So, you know what I mean. So I'm like, I have no idea how this is going to shake out. But spider attack for now. Then we got the spider whack. Spider attack. We said right. I'm sticking. Yeah, spider attack. Sticking. Then we got the Brewers, fifty-one to thirty-four. They're eight games up of the Reds for first place in the division. Spider attack. Spider whack. I'm tacking. This is an easy spider tack. I'm so in on the Brewers. I think, I hoping they make some moves and try to make a deep playoff run. I think that should be fun. They got the pitching. Um, I'm. This is pretty easy for me. Probably my lock. I think they got. This is their year to win the division easy. If I agree, spider tack. If we were gonna get bringing back, if you guys listen to the pod all the way through, that Suns Bucks reference. If we were gonna get a weird MLB World Series, it's Red Sox Brewers. Or Red Sox Giants. Red Sox Giants, but I feel like the Brewers feel exactly like the Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee just yeah. gets hot during the post-pandemic year, just starts running the table. And the Brewers have, why do I have been one of the best teams in baseball? Every time yeah. we do a pod for power ranking, 8-2 and two in their last 10, 9-1 and one in their last 10. Every single time, it feels like they are dominating all the way through with a subpar hitting offense. A spider attack. They, they, yeah. They really are. I think the the two games I'm really rooting for, or not rooting for, one of them I'm rooting for, obviously, as a Red Sox fan, but the NBA Finals equivalent would be Red Sox-Giants or Brewers-Rays. Brewers-Rays would be similar, but the Rays, are they were there last year, so it's that's more like true. the Stanley like, Cup Final of the Lightning Canadian. That's kind of what that feels like. like that's the true. The Tampa Bay team's back again against a random team. That's true. That's true. But Maybe the Rays, like the Athletics Brewers. That's also true. The Rays, I feel like they just made such a big jump. It's like true. they were a world. They almost won the World Series last year. Or I mean, there were a couple of games from the World Series last year and the year before. It was like people didn't know who any of the players were because it was a short season. Um, but yeah, you're, yeah, it's true. They they were last year. 
They were there last year. True. Last one, we already spider-whacked them, the Giants. I think we can agree they're spider-whacked to the wild card. Yeah, I think they're going to be a wild card team, but this is so tough because like they could win the they might need to win the division because I don't think they're a scary playoff team. That's true, but if you're if you want to critique us as a Giants fan for being hip, hip, like inconsistent about the Red Sox and the Giants cuz they're kind of the same team. Completely overachieving team yeah. on one end of the ball, the Giants pitching, the Red Sox offense, not really overachieving, overachieving, they're just really really good and the yeah. other one's good enough to win everyday ball games and they have a good mojo. They're basically the same team. So I just think that the Giants competition is tougher than the Red Sox. That's what separates them. Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox main competition, the Red Sox version of the Dodgers will be the Yankees, and the Yankees stink, and the Dodgers are, like, really, really good. So it's just going to, like, the Giants have to play the Dodgers more, and that's going to be hard. And the Red Sox are really good against the Yankees. The Red Sox have swept the Yankees, and the Giants have to play the Padres every, like, series basically so yeah it's a tough tough, it's a tough time and a tough equivalent so that's how our playoffs are shaking out jack i say we get to our power rankings and we we get out of here yeah little fourth of july fireworks for the power rankings let's get it done jack so number five how about we start off in la but they don't have the title of la because we already decided that on the podcast how about the angels and Shohei Otani, consistent since his power ranking based on nothing but hype, nobody in baseball has been driving news and popularity more than Shohei Otani lately. The home run derby's coming up next week. I'm excited to watch him hit 800-foot home runs. The Angels are only four games back of a wildcard spot because of him. The Angels are hot. This number five spot is solely because of Shohei, yes. Number four. That's literally it. The Mariners, they're 5-0-1 in their last six series. The Mariners, they're a handful of games back. They're killing it. They're a number four team. Go Seattle. The most shocking team of the season is the Mariners because we they consistently, we had the suspension with the pitcher using Rosin. We had the Kellenic bad debut. We had the guy before the start of the season, the president, just spilling all the beans, and they keep battling. They keep being there, man. Yeah, they everything that Mariners... Everything that people who aren't Mariners fans were excited about has failed. But every day they're just like winning games. And you got to tip your cap to that. The team just shows up every day. They got something resilient. My cap has been tipped. Wilson doesn't take his hat off for the National Anthem. Number three, we have the L.A. Dodgers, the rightful L.A. team so far. Nine wins in a row. Arguably, they could be in the number one spot here. Really, it's just based on the hype I've seen. Nobody's really talking about the fact that the Dodgers have won nine in a row and are yeah. becoming an offensive juggernaut again. Very low-key season by the Dodgers in general. We talked about Mookie Betts off-air having a low-key season. He just got lucked into the All-Star game. It's kind of crazy. They're just every day they're so good we don't realize. Yeah, they could definitely be up there, but for hype and emotion, they're number three. Number two, the Brew Crew. They had a great week this week, and... I think finally went over my heart and one of my predictions. So they are just the number two team because they are the shit. Oh, Jack number swore. Two. Jack swore. Bleep that out. Please bleep that out. I'm scared for the children's ears. <laughs> <laughs> the Brewers feel like they're going to win the World Series. I'm just going to say it. It feels like they have that feels that way. Though. Yeah. The, the, Shout out to someone on Instagram who DM'd us to tell us to talk about the Brewers more. They are a number two team. Bada boom, bada bang. Bam. Don't come at us. Number one, how about the Boston Red Sox? No bias on this podcast, but literally the best team in baseball right now. They continue to roll. 
They take four. They had an eight-game winning streak to start the week off, and then ended it by taking two out of three against the Oakland Athletics, one of the better teams in the AL. Everything that can go right has gone right for the Boston Red Sox. Don't look now. I saw young winners on the mound. He's coming back. How are we feeling, Jack? This is a pretty elite five. Brewers-Red Sox World Series. Seems like it's adding up. I'm here for it. Brewers-Red Sox World Series is my... If that happens, I need to go to a game. Oh, yeah. If, if the Red Sox are in the World Series this year, we'll be, at, we'll be at the games. We're going to the game. Like, I'm selling everything out to get a ticket to that game. So, yeah. what does your guys' power rankings look like? Let us know in the comments what you disagree with. If you made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. We're proud of you. I made Good job, it. Jack. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. I posted a really cool picture of Jack on Instagram today, so make sure. sure you guys go follow us at We Got a Spaceball on Instagram and TikTok to see all the behind-the-scenes content that goes into making these podcasts. If you want even more, like Jack plugged earlier, the Twitter, at We Got SBB. We love you all. We hope you had a great 4th of July, and we'll be back soon. So take it easy and stay chilly. Peace.